QG Podcast is also brought to you by Lighthead Threads, apparel to inspire bright ideas and the actions that forge them. Lighthead Threads offers a great selection of hats and shirts for both men and women. So brighten up your life and style by heading over to lightheadthreads.com shop and use code QUALITY for 15% off of your first order. That's lightheadthreads.com shop to get lightheaded today. Stay lit, folks. On this episode of the Quality Goods Podcast, Hanson and I chop it up with hairstylist and educator Kat Nicario. Kat has been cutting and styling as a pro for 12 plus years, but her resume as a hair care professional doesn't stop there. We learn about other avenues of potential income in the multi-billion dollar hair care industry as we explore her background as an educator for number four high performance hair care. We get into the profound effect that social media has had on an already booming industry and dispel some hair care myths, making sure to shed some light on proper hair care practices as well. This topic was especially fun for Anson and I to get into, as we are fairly inexperienced when it comes to salon talk. So whether you're a hair care veteran or you're as clueless as we both were, we really think that you'll enjoy this conversation about everything hair. So let's get into it and see what's good. Quality, 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 quality goods. Quality, 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 quality goods. Yo, what's up, good people? This is Chris Beatty again on the Quality Goods Podcast. Very happy to be here on this Friday night. Joined by my co-host, as always, Anson J. What's good? And tonight we have a very special guest that I've known for my entire life. <laughs> my cousin, Kat Nicario. Hi, yeah, welcome <laughs> tonight. Thank you for making the drive yeah, in this uh, crazy weather out there. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Kat is a hairstylist. What, what, yep. is, what is your your official title? Well, I don't hairstylist, hairdresser. Any one of those yeah, work. Like, yeah. yeah. Is there a difference? That, is that the same thing? Yeah, is there something that, is, that you, you frown upon being called? Like, <laughs> uh, doesn't does define you well enough? No, I, well, I don't know. I get, we're all cosmetologists by mm. trade, but I don't, that always seems weird when people call me that. Oh, are you a cosmetologist? I'm like, well, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what my license that says. Yeah. <laughs> sure. If you want me to be. Why not? Yeah. Now, like, do you have a special, like, specialization, or do you just, do you do it all? So, I'm pretty well-rounded, and um, I, or I try to be, at the most part, but I do specialize in uh, dry cutting. Can and you so, explain what that is? Yeah. For, for those who don't know, Anson and I, <laughs> yeah, I'm not exactly <laughs> an expert on hair, but uh, I'm all for it. So, um, I was actually trained in Boston. Nice. Um, I moved out there when I was 19, and um, the salon that I ended up training at uh, is a completely dry-cutting salon. So the way that we cut is a little bit different. Um, It's more based on a little bit more freeform. Um, You're not putting as much uh, structure into it. while, While there's a lot... When you're looking at someone, um, you're taking into account their face shape, how their hair hangs, what mm-hmm. cowlicks they have, that kind of stuff, and just seeing how the natural fall of the hair mm-hmm. is and cutting it where sure. it lays. And so it's awesome because you see the result instantly mm-hmm. as opposed to like it being cut wet and then you're kind of like waiting for the uh, result to happen yeah. afterwards. So and so sorry. it's it's neat to be able to just like cut a piece and it sit right there and show a client and um, uh, just really customize it for them. Instant results. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So I do that, and I also specialize in um, styling. 
All right. So in doing like updos, uh, doing photo shoots, fashion shows, that kind of thing. Okay. So. Uh, how how long have you been in the hair game? I mean, I mean, I know you've been in it for a long time, but <laughs> how many years? Um, fourteen nice. this year. Fourteen. Oh yeah, true true veteran. I I can definitely say that you've put in your ten thousand hours there. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been an interesting ride. Uh, I also educate for a hair care company, so I travel all over the world and teach and educate different hairdressers and yeah you know that's really cool that's that's one of the reasons why I, I really want to just talk to you about that tonight because I don't think a lot of people know that there are other avenues besides just going to a you know being employed at a salon or renting right. a chair at a salon right. mm-hmm. there are other avenues in in hair that you can pursue well to be honest I didn't start like that either like I had no clue about the hair industry when mm-hmm. I walked into it and the way that I started actually was I looked at how I I wanted my life to be. So I was 19. Um, I was married. I moved to the East Coast, to Boston, um, from the Bay Area, and just wanted something, you know, wanted to change. So I was excited about that. Um, But I hadn't gone to college yet. School, I've always done well in school, but traditional learning just wasn't yeah. my thing. Yeah, for ever. sure. Like, I don't think it's yeah. right? to be for honest sure. with It's you. hard, yeah. man. Like, I'm just like, I just couldn't sit in a classroom and listen to people drone on or, like, do yeah. dittos or, like, yeah. any of that stuff. Yeah, like, just I, share, not, I share the pain. Yeah. It was, yeah, which is why, like, you know, just being a creative, I yeah. had to look at it in a different way. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so for sure, I looked at, like, how I wanted my life to be and i knew that i wanted i needed something that was going to travel because my husband um was in the coast guard okay so we were going to relocate every two to four years at any point so i needed something that i was mobile that i could have and i could do anywhere um i wanted something that was creative because i've Mm -hmm. always been in the arts um something creative something that was hands-on um because i did not want to go into graphic design that just me and computers like don't uh, for work sure. like that. Yeah. Cause you still have to yeah. go to school to learn that right. part of it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it just wasn't like, I just couldn't translate like drawing into like drawing on a mm-hmm. computer. I was like, that doesn't work for me. Um, and I've always been like a mixed media kind of person. So getting yeah. my hands and gotcha. stuff, uh, working with people, I lo- I'm an extroverted extrovert. I mm-hmm. love being around people. <laughs> yes. Like I cannot yes. deal yeah. being by myself most of the time. Um, cause then you have to listen to the things that go on in your head. So, <laughs> Uh, so that, and then, and I wanted something too, cause I wasn't, I think it's so freaking unfair to ask kids what they want to do for the rest of their lives oh, when they yeah. turn 18. For sure. Like, yeah. I think that's such nonsense. Yeah. I mean, I, I was going to say even, done, yeah. yeah, like at 19 for you to think about like the aspect of like, I'm only going to be in certain areas for a couple of years, you know, like even yeah. being that thought out is pretty good, you know, at that age, you know, like knowing that you're like, okay, I can't be behind certain things. I want to be with people like sometimes you get told like you're not supposed to do it that way and you know it really sticks to you so it's good to like have that plan and like all right what can i do to make the money and and hair's everywhere you know like yeah, that's for sure. Like, yeah. for sure like, yeah literally there's no... anywhere you go there's a demand for your service exactly. oh absolutely and that was the thing is i just i looked at it in that way and then also like i didn't have i didn't want to dump a bunch of money on college and then turn around because I was watching friends do that and then not oh, yeah. use mm. <laughs> not use their degree though. Like for not sure. use it for anything. I'm using it right mm-hmm. now. Right? Mm. Yeah. So see, and you guys went into the right field, but I've seen so many of my friends just be like, Yeah, I have a degree in this, but I don't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, 
okay, so how do I get around this and not dump a ton of money at it and not dump a ton of time if it's not something that I absolutely know I want to sure. do? Um, so I looked into actually culinary art school mm. first because yeah. that's something that I was really interested nice. in. I'm actually, I'm a decent cook. Mm -hmm. So, um, we, we all are here. We're all yeah. food lovers. At least, yeah, at least try <laughs> to be for sure. Right. <laughs> and, um, I mean, not as good as our grandma will, would have ever been, but, yeah. uh, that's like another level of cooking right there. Yeah. That right. grandma level. Yeah. That's shit. Exactly. How many hours has a grandma put in, yeah. in the kitchen? <laughs> exactly. I, I just couldn't, and and then when I found out how early you had to get up in the morning to be a baking and pastry chef, I was For like, sure. yeah, no, yeah, the prep work, mm -mm, and nope. all that, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's the time I go to bed. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, that's not you gotta work. have that stuff fresh. <laughs> that makes sense. Fresh yep. in the morning for the people who are commuting to work. Oh my um, god! So um, I ended up looking into hair school, and it was at the time. Um, what year was this? Two thousand. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think. Sounds about right in the timeline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes that sense. That's when to I graduated me. high school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it was a year after I graduated. Mm. Um, and so it was ten thousand dollars and ten thousand hours in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. So, which roughly takes you about a year, a little less than that. Wow. Um, I think I did in less time because. I've always been an overachiever and decided to get the hell out of there. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's all I yeah. need, then yeah, just boom, take, just bang take it what out. you are <laughs> seeking out of those lessons yeah. and go apply. Yeah, it, you know? yeah. So I did that. Um, and then uh, after that, I just looked for a job. And at that point, you know, it was Craigslist and I found something in Boston to be an assistant at um, at a really high-end salon. But I knew like nothing about the industry. And I'm like, just kind of, I just, took a chance on going and working in Boston and ended up at actually one of the top salons in Boston and had no clue. Yeah, that baptism by was. the fire. You know? it was, yeah. Sometimes you got to throw yourself in the mm -hmm. deep end. If yeah. You really want to. Did you even kind of like, like seek them out as knowing they're the top one or just you were applying for jobs? Not at like, all. Nice. Like not at all. It was <laughs> nice. one of those things where they were just looking for an assistant and I was like, okay. And I don't like, I knew nothing, like yeah. literally nothing about the hair industry. I didn't know that there were things like top salons. I didn't yeah. like, it didn't register to me like all the different things that I could do mm -hmm. and actually like when i told my so growing up we always just went to supercut yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. you, you didn't land in no supercut yeah. no but that sure. was my like that was my like, yeah, that, it would have yeah, yeah whatever name would have been the same thing it would have right. whatever you want to call it yeah it would have been right. the same yeah i mean and and when i told my dad i want to go to beauty school he said well you're never going to make any money wow yeah and i was like well but i i you know like, like but dad, there's there's plenty of hair out there yeah. that needs to be cut sure. yeah <laughs> and i remember calling him and, you know, this is back, whatever, how many, you know, 14 years ago mm -hmm. now. And I called him and I said, you know, I got a, I got a job at a salon and an assistant and, you know, it's how much I'm making. And when I'm done, I'm going to be able to charge $50 for a men's haircut. <laughs> yeah, men's cut. Yeah, exactly. And he just, that's like, jaw hit the floor. And that's in what, like 2006, you said? Two, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know how yeah. much haircut yeah, prices have inflated yeah. since then, but... But 50, 50 bucks. Like, still, yeah. Back for, then, yeah. now, yeah. For men, yeah. that's that's, that's mm -hmm. a lot of money to spend for a lot of for most men. You know? Well, and especially when somebody was used to getting seven dollar men's haircuts. <laughs> for like, sure, you know, you're like you want, yeah, job. like you, you're gonna pay me what to do what? Like, all right. Yeah. So you know, it was it, it definitely like Boston was the greatest experience I could have ever asked for because not only did I was I in one of the top salons, but it wasn't just like 
okay, you do, you, you know, do your great coverage, you do this, you do a haircut, whatever, and you go home. Like, no, like we were in the thick of it. Like we did fashion shoots, we did photo, oh, wow. like photo shoots. Like I, I had a wonderful mentor, an amazing team. Makes like one a of the huge difference, huge, like yeah. absolutely to be shown all of that. I mean, I remember turning the day I turned 21, um, we had tickets to a hair show in Boston for Wella, the color kind line that we used. And I went with my girlfriend and it was like, it blew my mind. Like, like it was party, like, huh? yeah. it was like being at a concert, like yeah. open bar. Especially if you're there the one. Like, yeah. Like if you're, you're, you're uh, representing the top oh, salon. Shit. Yeah. You're like it a rock star. It was amazing. Sure. Like it was, I can say shit on you. Oh, oh yeah. Just do it. <laughs> um, it was like, it was so incredible. Like, and, and just being in this room full of creative people that were beautiful, like their hair was mm -hmm. red, like they had dancers on stage. And I was like, yeah. this is what I want to do. Like, this is where I'm meant to be. And from there, it just like exploded. Nice. So it was, I definitely like always suggest to young people, like I worked backwards. Like mm -hmm. I looked at how I wanted my life to be. Like I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to, you know, like be flexible, like have my own hours, like all these things. And I'm freaking living what I yeah. set out yeah, to do dope. 15 years ago. Yeah, you know, that's good advice for any creative or any young person <laughs> that really knows what they're after you know shoot for the stars and yeah. you'll mm -hmm. you'll land somewhere sure. like much further than you ever thought you would you would be yeah for i mean sure. and something that we we talked about a couple times already is that like when you're just creative there's multiple platforms to do it you know like like you said you thought about culinary school too like it wasn't just you know one specific thing but like what was the first time like as a kid that you remember doing like something creative or, or realizing that like you really like to just create stuff you know like be, you know whether i don't you know for everyone it's a little different but well my mom has been one of the most like just supportive influential people in my entire life and she put me in art classes when i was like really young mm -hmm. there was this tiny little art gallery down the street from our house called the sun That's, gallery uh, yeah, so nice sun gallery. <laughs> yeah and they had a classroom in the back and um this woman roxanne who i'm still in contact with That's she's awesome. she is actually runs the children's art museum here in oakland nice um she roxanne. she's mm -hmm. amazing and she taught us kids like just basically we had no rules and it was this awesome art room and she would give us a project, but we would all come out with something different. And so That's like, awesome. that was my youngest memory nice. of kind of very doing cool. art. And I went to, um, a very hippie school <laughs> growing okay. up. Um, it was like a parent co-op. And oh, so God. parents would come in and they'd have centers and all this other stuff. And it was all based around art and it was all mm. based around creativity and like, and letting us just, do our own thing. Like one of the biggest things that I remember and I always try to teach other parents or, you know, like kids in general is just one thing our parents were never, ever, ever allowed to do was say, like, say we're making a drawing, right? And it's an animal, obviously, but they were never allowed to be like, oh, that's a cute dog. Well, what if it wasn't a mm, dog, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. and then all of a sudden as a kid, you're like, oh, well, it doesn't look like a a dog and I was trying to draw a dog, right? Mm -hmm. So they would come up to us and say, oh, can you tell me about your drawing? Yeah. Wow. So that changed that shit. That's that huge, shift, yeah, that right? is huge. And so it's always like you, 
you were able to create whatever you wanted to. And if it was like a three legged, you know, blue footed, whatever, mm -hmm. that's what you created. Yeah. For sure. And so, and then, and so your imagination got to go wild as opposed to like, okay, kids today, we're going to draw X. And it was yeah. like, you know, so yeah. everybody's art came out so different. I have pieces still that I did when I was that little. Yeah, and actually true. most yeah. of my friends from that school have gone into something creative and yeah. they're killing wow. it. And it's just amazing to watch. Yeah, because they just you didn't they didn't try to limit you. You know, yeah. that's something yeah. like I I hated. Yeah, like I remember an argument in school, like um, you know, you read a book or whatever and you're supposed to answer the question. And like, how can you tell me that my interpretation is wrong, you know? Right? And that's hard. Right? Like, I'm like, that's what you think they meant. You know, this is what it means to me. Like, obviously you could tell they didn't read the book or whatever, but <laughs> if that's what I got from it, that's what I got from it. Like, you know, so I had struggle with, you know, like, how can you tell me that my explanation is wrong, you know? So. Yeah. As long as they're asking you for that explanation. Like, exactly. If like, it was how a. How did you reach that? Exactly. Yeah. You know? Like, what were you aiming for? And what, yeah. You know? Yeah. If it's like, what do they mean by this? Then that can be anything. If it's like, what happened at this, on this page? Okay. Then there's an answer, but. Yeah, it's like, no, there's different ways to look at that, you know? But it is awesome because, yeah, like as kids, you're like, even the colors, like, why did you use that color? Like, that that's not what color that animal is or whatever, right. you know? So, yeah, like, hey, if it, it is now. A blue dog, exactly. It's a blue dog, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, that's like, it, whenever that's you huge. stunt kids, like, my very, very first job um, in high school, actually, I was 14, um, was working at one of those, like, paint your own ceramic places. Mm. And um, the owner was really clear. She was like, just go up and like gently tell the parents like step back. Yeah. Like just let your kid mm -hmm. create. As soon as you let them create, they're going to come up with something beautiful. It's when you start like telling them the color in the line. Yeah. Um, influencing them to right. yeah. see things how you want them to. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's like if you stifle kids creativity, like there goes innovation. Yeah, you know what I sure. mean? Like for people sure. that change the world mm -hmm. don't color inside the lines. No. Yeah. So, you know, just, I think that's so important with little kids is like, just like letting them create, letting them be bored too. Cause that's where creative, like creativity starts, mm -hmm. you know? For sure. Yeah. There's no boundaries to, cre to creativity. Like yeah. you said, mm -hmm. like if you're a creative person, you will find an outlet to, yeah. to put your creativity out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and you yourself. use exactly and like all those lessons you learn i'm sure helped you now like you know even oh, even sure. the stuff that you yeah like you know you just you just do by you know naturally yeah it came from that where you're like you don't have the boundaries you know it so. changes the way that you think about mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. really you know about life about how to function mm -hmm. in society and like you know yeah because a lot of times the message is always like i want you to uh you tell your kids like yeah do whatever you want but you're not really serious you know <laughs> right, like they're right. not really saying right. that they're like oh i didn't mean that it's like why didn't you mean that but yeah you know they say because it, it sounds good but not many people you know once you're you are the odd kid out that doesn't play with everybody like building their own stuff they look at that as weird it's like no nah, that's just what they're doing you know like, absolutely yeah. and that's like why I'm so grateful for my mom is because like she did put me into all these different communities where I had all these other parents and all these other people yeah. that were the same way as she was, where it was like, you know, you want to create something, go like mm -hmm. do this. Like there's no boundaries. Like, I don't mm -hmm. care if you don't make money. Are you happy? Yeah. And that's always been my whole thing is it's like, I've always been happy. That's, in my life yeah, like that was always one. number one yeah and so if i'm not happy i'm gonna change my situation i'm gonna do it fast mm -hmm. and the thing is 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 once i like make up my mind like that's it and i'm moving forward and so that's always been helpful and the money is always 
been there. Mm-hmm. Like I've never stressed out about mm-hmm. cash flow because yeah. I've been happy and I've been following my dream. And so it's like, you know, of course there's been times where it's like been harder than others, yeah. mm-hmm. but like things just seem to work out yeah, when work you're out. following what you want to do. Sure. Well, like you said, like there was so much more even the industry you decided to to get into that you didn't know about, you know? You didn't oh realize God. that There's... it is a business even so probably, oh, you know, like. For so. sure. And even now, like, so I said that, you know, I educate. So yeah. the reason I started doing that <clears throat> was because I knew that if something were to go wrong down the road and I can't do a 10 hour day behind the chair because of my body for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I could supplement my income by teaching. Mm-hmm. So I can go and teach, you know, a couple hour class and make a ton of money and then not have to bust my ass behind the chair five mm-hmm. days a week. Yeah, yeah. It's funny that you, you know? say that because I think that's a lot of, that's one thing that people that don't cut hair don't realize like how much time you're on your feet for. If you have a, 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 a day booked solid. Yeah. Like, Oh wow. yeah. And I'm We're, sure there's like seasons, right. That are like oh, crazy, yeah. you know, so like right before Christmas mm-hmm. or like you get into prom or mm-hmm. wedding season or any of that stuff. Like, I mean, there's days where I'm lucky if I can throw food in my mouth while I am mixing. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, Or even today, like I got, you know, I was like triple booked at one point. And so I had to have like one of my girls like, yo, can you do this shampoo while I do this? And Mm. you know, like, and so you're just multitasking (laughs) constantly. So, I mean, you picked quite a crazy field where, I mean, your customer being happy is a whole nother level, you know, like, yeah. you know, I mean, that's changing their whole life with whatever they look like, good or bad, you know, like, and, For sure. but even if you discuss it, if it doesn't come out the way that you, they thought it was, it's good, you know, I'm oh, sure absolutely. that's something. And yeah. that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, you can talk to somebody until you're blue in the face mm-hmm. about what they want. And that doesn't always mean that it's going like what's in their head Mm -hmm. comes out. Right. For sure. Or it's like, you brought me a picture of Jennifer Aniston, homegirl. (laughs) I can, I can like do your hair like her, but I can't fix everything else. It's like your head has to be shaped certain ways for things. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a fly haircut can do so much for you. Yeah. But I got to work with what what you're giving me. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. A fly haircut. Like I I feel great when I come out of the barbershop and my hair is looking clean. I'm just like, damn, I feel good right now. Yeah. There's nothing better than that feeling. And that's also partially like, you know, um, one thing that my boss at my, the, um, product company that I work for, number four, (sighs) she always says like, we're in the feel good business. We're not in that, like she'll ask a room of hairdressers, like what industry are you in? It's always like the beauty industry, the hair industry, this and that. No, 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 no. we're in the feel good industry. Like it's about making somebody Mm -hmm. feel good. And I forget what the statistic is, but there's like, there's exit, like it's some percentage of why a client sits in your chair is because of their connection with you. It has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with how talented you are. For sure. At all. Yeah, like I've had the same barber for a long time, for over 10 years, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. because he's like my friend, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I was going to say too, like, even for you, like, is there pressure that like, you can't even leave the house chilling, you know what I mean? Like, because if you see one of your clients and like, you're, you're not presenting yourself in a way like, you know, because like I sold shoes forever. Right. So yeah. people expect me to dress a certain way and like, you're not going to believe me if I'm not, you know, up to that standard, you know? <laughs> yeah, like so like, you know, you're trying to go to the grocery store, you're like, I, do you still have to think about that? Like, damn, I can't just you know, throw a beanie on, I guess is like the best way to do it. Oh you know? no, but, no, yeah. no, right. no, <laughs> yeah, you know what no, I'm because I, no, <laughs> just carry, yeah, <laughs> the you most, know. Like, I will throw my hair in a ponytail and mm-hmm. I don't give a damn. I get it. Like mm-hmm. maybe if I were in a different 
area. Yeah. You know what I mean? That would be different. But I'm in Petaluma, which is Mm -hmm. like a smaller community. And honestly, like most of my clientele is like me. Like they're chill. Like I think whatever you put out there, you get back. And they realize that. Yeah. And like, and they're normal, like you're a normal human mm-hmm. being like and and i don't have kids yeah but they all have kids and so i know you got five minutes yep. in the day yeah so like so if you're gonna turn around yeah so i mean now if i'm going to a hairdressing event or if i'm yeah, doing something like that yeah. or i'm at work absolutely gotcha. yeah, look on point but yeah. like going out to the grocery store yeah no. that's good yeah no. you know i'm just curious about oh, it no, yeah sure. you know there's <laughs> that like there's definitely some yeah. people and there's definitely times where i've gotten new clients or like talk to them mm-hmm. you know outside and i'm like i promise i don't always look like yeah this. like <laughs> exactly <laughs> I put myself together. like this is the yeah <laughs> but i'm a real person yeah, just like they sure. are you know what i mean but i think that, that goes into why they want to go to you because you yeah like you show both sides like here i'm here to do you up right now but you know i'm just like you i have those same you know Oh, daily yeah. things i'm trying to get through you know so i i definitely try to like specialize more in like like wear and go hair because it's like mm. we're so busy nowadays sure. like For everybody's sure. got something going on mm-hmm. and it, like the days of like let me spend an hour on my hair in the morning aren't there <laughs> yeah. anymore yeah i don't know that struggle yeah you know exactly. well yeah well especially you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hat on and can go and then you're like cool exactly <laughs> but yeah i mean i think even now people are more conscious like of what they wear and what they you know everything because like sometimes they go straight from their work to their event you know so right. it's got to right. just cross over and make sense you know yep. so yeah you got to give them that well, and we're in the age of instagram yeah for yeah. sure you know yeah, yeah everybody's posting everything you know like yeah you can just be out at happy hour after work you know mm-hmm. that, that's going on the gram right oh i know well when you even told me like we're gonna take a couple pictures today i was like crap okay <laughs> let me do my makeup all nice and everything like can't sure. half-ass it this morning <laughs> exactly um, has there been a big change for you? Like you've been doing this before, you know, social media was really as huge yeah. as it is. Like how much yeah. of the attitude or the customer, what they're looking for has changed since like that, you know, becoming a big thing? Huge. Yeah. So they expect miracles. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> I will say. for Aniston's out there. Yeah, right? they bring you that photoshopped picture on Instagram. Well, like no, I want it to look exactly. That's, yeah. I, I've definitely had to break some hearts. I yeah. will say it's mostly teenagers okay gotcha so number one <laughs> they don't like, have that life experience yet or like homegirl you have black hair and you want to be snow white like i don't <laughs> know like like and and it's explaining to them and i hate that like yeah, i hate you wanna, that yeah. moment you know what i mean because i'm like i'm gonna have to break your heart mm-hmm. right now like you ain't gonna achieve that without a wig yeah. right no yeah, and, and that's sure. and that's true and like I actually, I really appreciate there's a couple of stylists on Instagram that will post the real photo and mm, the filtered photo nice. right next For to sure. each other. And one's a blonde and one is white. And guess which one's filtered? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and so it's yeah. like these teenage, like I get a lot of people that come in, not just teenagers, but it's, it's like, <clears throat> it's so hard because I literally have to sit down and be like, look. This is, if you want me to do this on one shot, this is literally going to be somewhere (laughs) between 8 to 12 hours. And then you're looking at somewhere between 9 to $1,200 when all is said and done. Right. Who is asking for for something like that? (laughs) You, uh, you'd be surprised. There's everybody, you know, but they see it on Instagram Mm. and they're like, "Cool, I want that." And you're like, "And that's also a ton of extensions." So then you want to add that price on on top Mm -hmm. of that. You know what I mean? So it's just like 
that's harder. But at the same time, there's so much creativity out yeah. there now that it pushes you oh, to yeah. be so much yeah. better. Mm. Like the level of hairdresser has sure. just shifted. Yeah, and I it's bet. awesome to watch. Yeah. Like I love it. Like I'm the biggest cheerleader of all my friends. Like yeah. I'm not the best at social media. I need to get better at it. But like, <laughs> you know, because I wasn't, I'm, I'm just, just enough older than that generation yeah. where I'm like, yeah, I'm like this is not yeah. second nature to me. For sure. Yeah, you don't no. think about posting everything that you just worked on or right? the people you worked with. I mean, with. I'll post my cat 50 million times a day. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know a few professors <clears throat> that are a li- just a little bit younger than you, but they kill it on Instagram. Yeah. They get a lot of clientele yeah. Yeah. from yep. Instagram. Yep. Yep. And I mean, even though I don't post that often, I still get a ton of people off of Instagram. Yeah. You know, and it's it's hard because you like where um, I feel like I've been struggling recently is just like finding a a different voice because I was like, Mm. I stopped posting. So so tired of just posting hair photos. Mm -hmm. Like that's annoying to me. And so it's like, Like I'm a person. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. And you're always told like, oh, post it like this and da 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 da. And it's like, but that that feels so contrived. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm I'm trying to figure that out. Like have like a separate like hair account. I found. Yep. I've seen that more and more frequently with Mm -hmm. hairdressers that I know. They have like a separate account just for their mm-hmm. and then you got to remember that like oh did i post on the right account right. or did i get on both yeah right. do i want to put on both and that's what i have is i have my personal and i have my my um hairdressing one and it's like i post way more on my personal because i'm like that's fun yeah, yeah like it's like exactly. here's what i'm doing this one exactly. but i can it's like realizing that i can blend the two of yeah. those yeah. instead of just having one just be hair you know mm-hmm. and i think that's what i felt like i was told for a long time and now it's like no like that's yeah. like i'm bored yeah, well, looking like at everybody's said, hair stuff no all boundaries. the time you can do it for how sure. you want exactly you know? exactly are some ways more effective maybe but you know like yeah. I think but it's you also have to be true to yourself true. yeah, exactly. yeah. Yep. authenticity is something that people can see through if if you're not authentic you for know? sure for sure absolutely yeah, because if you're putting on a front on Instagram and then uh, this client comes to you and sees expects a certain thing out yep. of you and then you like, yep. you you run the risk of letting them down or something. You know? Well, you start the experience before they're even in your chair, yeah. and mm-hmm. I think that that's huge, and that's that's one thing that I think portraying that is um, difficult sometimes, but it's it's like you said, like being true, being authentic to yourself. And so putting part of my personality on my professional one mm-hmm. is not a bad thing, no. No, you know, sure. like, so I think just shifting that a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, let's get into a little bit about the, your, your traveling gig. Like, so yeah. is this for uh, is this for like a particular line of products? Yeah. So I've been working for um, number four, high performance hair care for, um, Ooh, close to 10 years now. Nice. Um, I've been with them. I've been educating with them. So I run their education team. Um, we're a pretty small company, and it's all female run, which is pretty awesome. Where are they based out of? Um, we are based out of Newport Beach, California. Okay. All right. So yeah, we're, nice place to be based out of. Oh, my God. <laughs> so beautiful down there. I love it. Um, it's We're uh, a high-end brand and uh we're 100 percent vegan gluten-free paraben-free sulfate-free Dang. sodium chloride-free yeah no chemicals um, in there mm-hmm. those follicles right mm-hmm. it's all good stuff and um so we're more we're also about the experience so my boss tony wells is like amazing and has taught me so much about the industry 
and just about the experience. And so it, it, she she was ahead of the curve on that. So actually our mm. tagline is the ultimate hair care experience mm. um, because it really is. And mm. so I started with a company because it was the first product that was on that like vegan, gluten-free, paraben-free mm. like kick that <clears> then <throat> – worked on top yeah. of it because everything else like either smelled like it should <laughs> yeah. be in a garden or you were like yeah. uh i don't know Do like am i putting mayonnaise dressing? on my yeah, hair like, like, exactly like what? and so this was the first um line that i really like fell in love with and mm. it's simple and easy and um and it works it's amazing so i hounded them until uh they needed educators because mm. i actually saw uh, we had another educator come in from another company um, and educate in our salon. And she was amazing. And I was like, that's what I want to do. I nice. want to be her. And um, But I didn't want to do it for that company because I couldn't get behind their products. Mm -hmm. So I ended up um, finding number four and just bugged them until they were ready for an educator nice. and so um, do it sometimes exactly show them oh, what they're missing yeah, yeah. knock I, on their door until mm -hmm. they're tired of hearing you knocking yeah. exactly and i just i i bugged them bugged them and then here i am 10 years later mm -hmm. sitting i never thought i i would be where i am with this company and i'm so stoked and they are um the most supportive team of people ever and mm -hmm. kind of my my boss is incredible and kind of just lets me do <laughs> yeah and um she's an amazing mentor and has helped me grow both professionally and personally and learn a whole other corporate side to our company hmm. or to our to our industry that i never knew existed so it's cool because i've gotten this whole other education without having to go to college and i yeah. feel like i know this whole other part to our industry because now i'm teaching sales teams i'm like <clears throat> literally teaching people sales and i've not <laughs> yeah. gone gone to college for that that's so, so funny the yeah first-hand experience <laughs> yeah which, yeah you still have a master's in it yeah <laughs> right? doing it for the like uh, you can't the learn you that in a book yeah know? for sure it's amazing and i get to travel all over the place teaching all different types of people and i learn so much from like from teaching other people from oh, being yeah. there with them mm -hmm. and talking to other hairdressers and talking to other sales reps and and talking to distributors and just learning this whole other piece that i didn't know existed either mm -hmm. but now i'm i'm working with this company in such a capacity that i can i will have that skill set for the rest of my yeah, life for sure so well, that, that like network that you build and all those hours that you go through educating people that keeps you really sharp in the, your other aspects of your career for sure absolutely it's it definitely helps behind the chair like my clients love that i'm traveling they're constantly asking me like what are you doing like where are you going like what's going on and so um it's just being behind like having a company behind you is so helpful as a creative like mm. it's there's a lot there's a big push to be independent now but i really yeah. think that having a company back you as an artist oh, yeah. oh for sure is huge well having a mentor you know oh, is, oh a, is a step Mentorship. that people are Ooh. skipping that it, oh. you're missing so much yeah you might yeah. have a great idea and product but let someone who's been through those things exactly. help you with that. Yeah. And I've, I mean, like, <clears throat> we're a really small team. And so I'm so grateful that I get to work with the people that I get to work with. Mm -hmm. And I have learned so much from each and every one of them. And the fact that they're all women is yeah. like, 
baller. Like mm-hmm. my boss has killed it in a male dominated industry. Like yeah. even the beauty industry is so <laughs> male. Yeah, and you would I mean as an outsider, yeah, yeah I wouldn't have ever I, thought I that. No yeah. Clue. Oh my god. Well think about it. Can you name can you name well, the Paul Mitchell? Yeah, there you exactly. go. Exactly. Yeah. Vidal Sassoon. Yeah. Mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? And Most of our top stylists in mm. in these companies, like, you know, Renee Futura, like you're like looking at all of these things and they're all men. They're all male wow. names, but this is a beauty industry <laughs> yeah, where women sure. are purchasing all these for things. Sure. What's up, industry? Right? Yeah. So I mean, Yeah, like obviously, like you said, there there's multiple reasons that you decided to go with this particular company, like and you worked, you know, I'm sure side by side with some of these other like male, you know, uh mm-hmm. owned companies. So what has been like the biggest difference to you? Like, um, like seeing the difference of an all-female team, like you know, do you see big differences in maybe how product is launched or anything like that, or like different techniques that you guys go? Like you speak the language, I think, differently than a guy sometimes. You know, like speaking to another, you know, female client. I, and- so well, I've never worked with another. So the only other thing that I guess I could compare it to, because I've never worked for another company mm-hmm. before, um, is the salon I worked at in Boston that was um, male-owned. Okay. Like, it was a couple, but he was the hairdresser. Gotcha. Okay, so I would say, in a lot of ways, we work more at number four as a collaborative effort mm. than I've seen in other companies or even nice. in other males in our industry, mm. um, as opposed to being more like somebody being the head of the company and mm. then you're going to do this and you're going to do this and you're mm. over here. We have our leader, However, she works with us as a team. She treats us as equals. Like we don't nice. have titles. We mm-hmm. don't have titles for a reason. Like she's our quote brand director, but she tells tells us all the time like call me whatever you want. Like yeah. we because she doesn't look at us as any lower mm-hmm. than her. She knows that we have certain knowledge that she might not have mm-hmm. and vice versa. Like she has so much to offer us, mm-hmm. but since some of us like are younger, then we can always bring the technology to the table and she's yeah. always open to learning something new, which is what I love. Like I've seen so many people be like, well, we don't do it like that. Yeah. Or we've always done it this way. That kills creativity yeah, right sure. there. Yeah. There's like you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes the, like employees will be scared to speak up because yeah. they think they're out of line sure. or out of place yep. by mm-hmm. saying something, you know? Yeah. Yep. And she's always just been there every step of the way to support us and to say, no, like if you've got a better idea mm-hmm. than I do, go for it. Yeah. It's even like when a company tries to go through a rebranding where they want to be more collaborative, you can tell the difference then when from the day you started, they said, no, I want to hear your feedback or I yeah. want your opinion, you know? And like, you just, it just still feels off. Even though like you, I say like, no, tell me what you want. If I've never had to do that before or never had the opportunity, you're just going to be more reserved, you know? Just, you know so It's, it's always, we've always been able to speak up and we've that's always awesome. been able to have a voice. And I think that that's been so important. Um, and also the great thing about number four is it's not, there's not a hairdresser name attached to it. Mm. So you're not having like a Paul Mitchell, right. Mm-hmm. Or like so, some celebrity stylist name because then it's like timeless. Mm-hmm. And so you as a hairdresser get to be the star. We collaborate yeah. with so many different hairdressers and it's so cool. Cause I've gotten to work with all these different people too mm-hmm. and gain these relationships that 
it's it's not like there's not just a story about one hairdresser mm -hmm. who came out of the dirt and decided to build a, a you know hair brand mm -hmm. like it was we looked at the industry looked at what was missing for a hair care line and then created that out of a collaborative effort of like she stuck together a think tank of yeah. you know graphic designers she had a uh, architects in their building designer mm. like so many fashionistas like different stuff as a collaborative effort to look at it from all different walks of life to design this hair care product so mm. i think that's pretty awesome too that it comes from something a different place than mm -hmm. just an ego yeah, or sure. from just like oh well, i want to create a shampoo yeah. now so do you have influence on the actual product development like when you're using these products and you see how it can be improved or something and do you yeah. get to like bring that to light absolutely so we just launched three new products this year we want we launched a smoothing balm uh texture paste and a sugar texturizing spray I will tell you that the smoothing balm was like two years in the making mm. because we kept like we kept testing and kept testing and kept testing until it was perfect. And so that was one thing that really showed me how uh, we were we were so we needed quality, right? Mm -hmm. And so Absolutely. like you were looking yeah. for the best of the best, and when it best and when something wasn't good enough, we did not put it on the product. Yeah, line. why would for you? Sure. You know, because then people are going to come to know you for a mediocre product. Yeah. Absolutely, exactly. spend a little more time mm -hmm. and put it out when it's ready to. Absolutely, be and like our texture paste, like that one was such. Like that was so hard to develop because we're a vegan company. Yeah, and if you're like a true true vegan. You can't use beeswax. Yeah, exactly. No and so honey, in a no paste, bee, yeah. <laughs> not having beeswax is so wow. hard. So yeah. finding that so that still performs. Like plant-based yeah. ingredients. Yeah. So most of it, yes, is all it's botanicals. Mm. It's plant-based. Um, our proteins are uh, so soy and sweet potato. So we do use a lot of proteins in, nice. in our products as well too, um, to help repair hair and stuff like mm. that. And so it's one of those things that it's all basically. I mean, I joke around that you can eat it it's gluten free mm -hmm. yeah, you know yeah <laughs> have you ever ate have you ever eaten it oh i'm oh. sure i eat it on a regular basis between hairspray being everywhere in the salon and then of course like you know i touch product and yep. like i forget that it's on my hands because it's such a clean mm. product mm. too that it's just like so, i and then i eat something and I'm like, oh that was that. yeah that was texture yeah. paste we'll see gel. and like yeah i mean this with the the company always having that vegan background before it was even like you said like a big marketing strategy like that's right. Imagine how long it would have taken if you weren't starting like yeah. two years and that's you guys oh, yeah. were already I, doing I that, you know, that's blown up yeah. a lot by now. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. So it started as like a trend and now it's just like the benchmark in our yeah, industry. Like say. if you're not like if you have sodium chloride in your product, like dead in the water. Boom. Wow. Right? You know yeah. what I mean? And so it's like one of those things where we just we were ahead of the curve. Yeah. Like I got to like that. That was my yeah. boss, like looking at something and going okay, this is going to take mm -hmm. off. Like, this is where yeah. our industry is going. Like, always looking forward. Yeah, I mean... Oh, yeah, we're all health they, conscious. Yeah, you're using yeah. it exactly. on your body, you know? It's going on your body. You're, yeah. you're going to absorb some of that through your skin. Yeah, you know? like, exactly. Your skin yeah. is your biggest yeah. organ. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like... For sure. Like you said, it, yeah, it's, it's not even just the hair at all. Like, no, yeah, it's the no. whole... Yeah, it's yeah. feel good everything. But, like her having that foresight makes you buy into whatever she's trying to do, you know? Cause like oh, when you're on top of it, when you're 10 steps ahead, you're like, I'm at least listening to you. Cause you've been right all along, you know, yeah. every single step yep. of the way. So, yep. and the experience too, like, look, like we're all millennials sitting in this room. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm way more inclined to spend a ton of money on an experience with my mm -hmm. friends than I am to like, 
go out and buy a brand new car that I'm going to drive. Mm -hmm. Right. So because like we're all like I'll drop bank on dinner with my buddies you know what i mean (laughs) but the thing is is it's like and and so like gone are the days of of talking about like oh like look at how yeah like all my material stuff right you want quality product you want something that's going to give you an experience and so that's where we went was making sure that we hit all those benchmarkers Mm -hmm. on things so we're creating an experience for yeah exactly it's not even like them that time they're in the chairs like that whole consultation of like what's going to happen or if they use this product yeah you know because like you said your name's all on that so if you had all, yeah, if there's any cracks in it, they're not going to go back to you, you yep. know, so. Yeah, and I, I mean, hair care even gets tied into spa services For sometimes. Sure. Oh, absolutely. And then yeah. that becomes an even more elaborate mm-hmm. experience. Yep. You know, you're paying to relax and just yeah. decompress, just get pampered. Yep. Yeah. And actually, our products are in a lot of spas. And so, like, that's the that's the cool thing, too. I I love going to visit spas. Like, they mm. always feel so <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, And then sure. I'm like, oh, let me sign myself up, up for a service. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not, they're not trying to sell you like, hey, come put your product. Actually, no, I think that would be you, you trying to bribe them to get into their right? spot. Mm-hmm. You no, must, absolutely. You got to do the spending. I want to be at the Four Seasons. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, is there the different things like like you always get inspiration, of course, like like you said in social media too. Like you can see whoever other care hair care brands are doing stuff or other stylists. But like, what else? In your travels, like, do you guys draw inspiration from? You know, like, when creating product, oh or, like, even, yeah, when you're, like, styling somebody's hair. Up. So, everywhere. I mm-hmm. mean, like, for us, when we're looking at new product, that's a little different because um, it's looking at... Because, like, we really believe that we should have one product that does 30 things instead mm-hmm. of 30 products that do one thing each. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, we only have, like, one hairspray because you yeah. can use it for a, a harder hold or a light mm. hold, right? So in that case, it's just like looking for where we have like holes in the line, if any, um, and filling that. But then when it comes to like hair inspiration, like mm-hmm. damn, that's everywhere. Yeah. Like, so regionally, like I'm sure yeah, there's home, yeah. all kinds of different yeah. styles going on in mm-hmm. just small regions, different countries have different mm-hmm. styles, mm-hmm. European, like yeah. Eastern. European. When I travel, like that's, I'm looking at that everywhere. Sure. Like, oh my God, I was killing my, so the owner of our salon, we, I was down at Nam with Wayne, my my boyfriend, and um, and it's a music convention, yeah. right? So we were down there. I saw some of the worst hair <laughs> <laughs> I've ever seen. So I would make him stand somewhere. I'd be like, "I'm going to pretend I'm taking a picture of you, but I'm really taking a picture of yeah, mine." Sure. And he's like, yeah. "Can you please stop? Like this is embarrassing." And I'm like, "No, it's awesome." Stand right <laughs> And so I was like sending their salon owner pictures and she was dying and it was just like great. <laughs> and even from like the worst hair, like you sure, get yeah. so much inspiration sure. like because you're like, how could I do that yeah. better? Right. Like I get the idea. Yeah. I get what you were mm-hmm. going for. <laughs> for but sure. how would I shift that? Like mm-hmm. I love like one of my favorite things for inspiration is going to concerts. Like oh, yeah. I grew up as a punk rock kid, like mm. going, you know, going out to shows in San Francisco and mm-hmm. San Jose and Oakland. Um, I was just talking about that the other day. Uh, literally oh, talking man. about the pound the other day. I forget with who. I remember going actually with Josh Richards when we were yeah. kids and stuff like that. So, um, no, the pound was rad. But the so the jacked up thing was so 
last year Wayne played on Warped Tour. Mm-hmm. I was so excited to go because I was like, I'm going to see some shitty punk rock hair. For sure. Right? Like <laughs> some shitty ass, like done in the kitchen punk mm-hmm. rock hair. Yeah. Like how I used to do mine when I was a kid. And that <sighs> stuff was like so inspirational back then mm-hmm. because like, what you know, we had Manic Panic and mm-hmm. some Bleach from Sally's. <laughs> like, you know, and so... I went this year. I was so disappointed. Wow. Because all the hair was on point. It's mm. that Instagram It's culture. that Instagram yeah, and these kids sure. now know how to go to the salon. Yeah, and I was like, sure. dang it. Like, you know yeah, I mean? they, they're browsing Instagram. They're like, <laughs> oh sure. man, I got to step my game up. Right? You know? yeah. like, so it was like super funny. But the, what? <laughs> People the, are watching. It was, mm-hmm. it was nuts. But they were all younger than me too mm. by like a good 10 years. Yeah. It was funny because then I went to another festival where everybody was my age and there was some kitchen ass hair there. <laughs> and I was so stoked. Yeah, those aren't yeah. the IG regulars. You know? No. Yeah. They were like yeah. the Facebook people. You know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> no, it was, it was rad. I, that's what I love is going to rock shows and seeing people's yeah. hair because it's like such inspiration like when i see a good mohawk i'm mm-hmm. so stoked for I, sure like, i love that yeah it just brings you back to those old days too mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah just remember it put you back in those moments and those others yeah i always yeah. wanted to grow a mohawk at, at one point in my life i've buzzed my head a couple of times and i've been tempted to just <laughs> see what just hey yeah. man just just shave the sides i just want to mm-hmm. i just want to hawk it out for a little while right well mm-hmm. especially as a dude yeah. like that's so easy because it's like you keep your hair short anyway yeah. mm-hmm. i was gonna go more for that like chuck liddell style yeah. <laughs> not not there the full go. like long like liberty I'm not gonna let it grow that long. I just want to like test it out for a little bit, feel like a, a macho man or something like that. <laughs> oh my god, I always wanted a mohawk and never had the guts to do it. Yeah. So bummered. Yeah. Now I just feel like I'm too old. Yeah, I was saying now. <laughs> I'm like, is it too late? Is it too late? <laughs> so, uh, I don't, I don't, can you dispel any like hair care myths out there for us as a, as a hair professional? I mean, I for me like. There's not really much I have to worry about. My hair is getting cut every like three weeks right. or so. Mm-hmm. But I know I've heard stuff in the past like pouring like a beer on your head and like blow drying oh it. Like, it's supposed to like. <laughs> I have heard so much like <laughs> yeah, crazy what are some funny, stuff. What are some like, funny ones? Oh God, what have people said to me before? <laughs> oh well, let me tell you. So. One thing is Kool-Aid in your kid's hair. Don't ever do that. <laughs> like parents, like, like just you know, the powder or like liquid Kool-Aid. No, like that's like, how you like cut. Like we would color our hair, like as little kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you could dip it in there and then like it changes color. It'll do that. Nothing will get that out of hair. Like I can't even tell you. Like we've oh, tried man. bleach. Like at uh. nothing besides a haircut will get that. That's out That's so hair. crazy. So that's Damn, one. Do I- is um, it bad to drink this stuff? Man, well, exactly. If it inc- no, 100%. 100%. And know? then now everybody's on this like health kick, right? So like, yeah. oh, I want more natural, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, color. So people are going back to using henna. Like, I don't know if you guys are, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So that. Mm. Henna and hair. So mm. it's been used to dye hair for a long time. Yeah. But it's one of those things where if you ever want to get it out, like you are growing that out. Because if you mm. put bleach on henna, it will instantly start to like smoke and your hair will melt. <laughs> what? That's crazy. That and sunning. Yeah. Sunning is one of those other ones too. Like that's a very Please 90s take note. thing. Do not do these things. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Sunning's another one of those that you can't, you can't do that with. Man. Um, no, like, and honestly, like I, I, 
I know I work for a hair care company, but like I cannot get behind like professional hair care products mm. enough. Like whatever your brand is is cool. Obviously, mine's the best. Mm-hmm. But that's of course. My um, but like you like it just it shifts everything so much. Like if you use professional hair care, like there is a massive difference yeah. and especially in the health of your hair mm. and keeping your color lasting longer. Um, and like, for instance, I had a teenager that, and this was my mistake. Like she came in and she wanted some like little rose gold pieces in her hair. So mm. I put some in and then she went home to college. She texted me a week later and said, cat, it's all gone. And frankly, like those fashion colors don't last very long anyways. But I was like, what do you mean in a week yeah. it's gone? And I was like, oh no. I was like, what, what shampoo are you using? And she's mm. like, I don't know, whatever, like suave or something. And I was like, oh my, oh my yeah. God. Like my heart broke inside. Like I almost, I died a little bit. And I was like, that's mm. my bad. Like yeah. that's hella my bad because mm. I didn't, uh, I apparently didn't tell you yeah what to use when you go mm. home and that stuff will like yeah. you make an investment in your For hair sure. yeah. and then all of a sudden it's down the drain mm-hmm. you know yeah. no, no walgreens products yeah no no oh my god exactly no. yeah you have to everything match up yeah match up to the brand like yeah makes sense yeah um yep. it, you know a lot of people when they're like doing a new style like they want to go super crazy out of the mm-hmm. box what they're doing <laughs> like is there any guidance that you give them to be like like, cause you know, I mean, yeah, that's, I'm sure that's a very big decision, you know? Sure, so like, sure. are, is there tips that you give them to like, to guide them, like what they should be looking for or, you know, um, like how their, you know, their faces based, you know, how their face oh, looks for sure. all that. Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> if people come in and they come in with a haircut that, that their face shape is totally different, right. Mm-hmm. Than what that style is like. I always ask them like, what do you like about this picture? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you like about the cut? So that then, you know, I can help guide them into something else that they mm-hmm. that might look better on them mm-hmm. um color wise anything i was asking what are you looking for in this picture like what do you like and i tell my clients too like you can bring in 10 different photos yeah and if you're like i like this piece from this one and this from over here and this yeah. over here like that gives me a better mm-hmm. idea of what they're looking for like what their style is and then it's also about care and maintenance and mm-hmm. what's your lifestyle like i've got plenty of clients that i've had forever and a lot like a lot of my clientele change their hair a lot because they know that I'll do it for them. Mm. So, but there's been plenty of times where they'll like... Transition it. Yeah. yeah, Or they'll Mm -hmm. like suggest something and I'm all, like, you know, I'll do it. However, like, I don't know. And... Talk them off the ledge. Yeah. And then, or there's times where I'll do it, right? And then they're like... Oh my God, never listen to me again. Like, yeah, I've got a couple exactly. of friends that are like, if I ask you for bangs, like Jones. you need to take me out for a drink instead and we need to talk about what's going on in my life. You know what I mean? Like, or, you know, one of my other girlfriends, like, um, she told me, like, she texted me one day and she's like, told me 20 different things like i want it i want gray hair and i want a keratin treatment and then i want extensions and i want this and i was like whoa i was like what is happening in your life number Mm -hmm. one and number two like let's like let's target this down a little bit and like figure out how we're gonna do this and so it's it's identifying like whatever problem that it is Mm -hmm. and finding a solution but a solution that's going to work for them too and after you build up that relationship with your client like you know what they're like yeah and so there's been plenty of times where people come in and they want to do something crazy and i'm like 
dude, like you can't have extensions because I know how rough you are on yeah, your hair. Like, You're right. Or like you <laughs> exercise all the time. Like that's going to mm-hmm. be hard. Or like, no, you cannot have bleach blonde hair because it will fall <laughs> off your head. You know what I mean? Like different stuff like that. So it's, it's about like gaining that trust and getting to know that For client. Sure, yeah. And a lot of times I won't do something crazy on the first shot. Yeah. I will, I, I'll ease them into something because I'd much rather that than them come back with something they don't like. For sure. Yeah. You know, I think it's when you're serving clients uh, in the creative fields, at least it's, it's really important to like almost interview your client yeah. To, yeah. to try to figure out what they're looking for. Yeah. You know, they could tell you in so many words, yeah. but it's up to you to yeah. ultimately probe and mm-hmm. find out what they're really looking for. For sure. I mean, so I work at Urban Element Salon in Petaluma and, um, I work with an amazing crew of people. There's like 23 of Mm. us now, I'm pretty sure. Um, And so if somebody sits down in one of our chairs and they're not either a good fit personality wise, we're Mm. not a fit for what they want. Like Like there's different people that that specialize in different things. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to send you to somebody else if I'm not a fit because Mm. I have 23 other artists in this studio to be able to go, okay, well, you know what? Like that's not really my forte or you know what? Like I think with your personality, you'd be better with this person over here. And we've done that. For sure. And that also a builds trust with (laughs) clients b it keeps them coming into the salon and then c you're also like you they know that their best interest is like you have their best interest yeah like you said feeling good yeah yeah 100 and that's the thing that happens too is like i'm sure even sometimes in a customer's voice you can hear that they're not really confident with that decision you know they're just asking like are you sure yeah you know so just have but and that's a part of your job is to read your people you know and know how they're really feeling or yeah like you said if something's going through in their life like it changes their whole oh yeah choice making i'm sure yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah no it's it you know a lot of times like so you it's such a strong it's like almost like sacred space when somebody sits down in your chair mm-hmm. and like that is one part that i love yeah. about they're, what they're I do. instilling their trust in you oh for yeah, sure definitely. absolutely like, and like trusting you to make them look good it's it's trusting them to you know for somebody to to make you look good but it's also like there's times people sit down in my chair and like they tell me way more than I'm sure oh, they've ever told sure. anybody else. Yeah. Like, and honestly, like that's how, Shop talk, you know? yeah. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Like there's times I walk away and I'm like, Whoa, like yeah. people have sat down crying in my chair and told me that they are getting a divorce and I'm the first yeah. person they told yeah. or like sitting yeah. down in my chair and saying, you know, I just found out that I was pregnant. You're the first yeah. person I'm telling. Or like I met my best friend in the whole world. She's my wife. She's my everything. She was a client who sat down in my chair and just opened up about everything that was going on with her and her life. And she didn't really have somebody that she could do that with. Yeah. And so it was amazing. Salon chair therapist. That's why. Yeah. A few months later, we ended up moving in together and that's how we met. And it was like, and she's, you know, my, she's my ride or die. She's my everything. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like, and that's how we met was she sat in my chair. Like yeah. that's incredible to me. For sure. Well, and then like, it's like that ultimate pressure, but like, obviously you said you want, you've always kind of had that like overachieving kind of feel, but it's like, I'm getting a divorce. I'm not having the kids, whatever. No pressure, but I need a hairstyle to match my right? new life. Yeah. Right? Like do what you gotta do. But yeah, I mean, that, that's a lot of pressure to go on your plate. Yeah. Like, man. Yeah. But at the same time, 
that makes me feel so good when somebody can mm-hmm. trust me like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, like one of my girlfriends, she texted me and said, you know, I, I just, I knew she was pregnant and she said, I just went through a really horrible miscarriage. Mm. I don't know what else to do besides come get my hair done. It's the only thing I can think of to make myself feel yeah. better. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, like that amount of like love and care and knowing that she's in a safe space and knowing that she can cry if she sits down mm-hmm. in my chair, knowing that she can tell me whatever and I'm not going to yeah. judge her and know mm-hmm. that like she's she knows that walking out she's gonna feel better like that yeah. like how incredible is that like mm-hmm. how many jobs do you know yeah. that that's what happens yeah they give them that little bit of normalcy in like their hectic day or, yeah. or, or month or year that they're having yeah yeah man i love that i think that's a, it's one of the best feelings in the whole world to be trusted that much yeah and that's like one of the biggest you know you get your advertisement more than a lot of other uh fields you know Mm -hmm. where your person's walking around and if they just carry themselves that way you know your name's getting out there you know so yeah that's awesome i joke around that with jackie i'm gonna tattoo her forehead that says cat did it (laughs) (laughs) yeah like for all those asking don't worry i know your i know what your question's gonna be after you saw that she usually carries cards around more than i do now that's crazy Yeah, it's crazy when you're choosing a hair care professional. You're usually choosing somebody that's going to be in your life yeah. for a, a while until yeah. you like move out of the area. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like it's kind of like a dentist or a doctor. Mm-hmm. You know? like, oh, I used to still fly to Boston to get my hair cut when I first moved. Wow. Here. Yeah. I was like, nobody. You no, just know. That's, new. That's, that's like, awesome. no yeah, it's hard to find a new person. I've yeah. moved and like, oh, it's a real, man. it's a real task to yeah. have to try to find a new hair oh, care yeah. professional. Yeah. Like you try a lot of different spots before you find something mm-hmm. that fits your groove and you know that, that was a troubling thing for me like i moved to los angeles and when i come back i didn't immediately go back to my barber yeah. so i was like doing different things with my hair and i, I didn't think that he could do it but then mm-hmm. you know I, it's weird i started seeing him at the gym again and it, like i didn't recognize him at first because he he lost a bunch of weight he got like lasik <laughs> and stuff okay but he has this like yeah. long mongolian like braid so i was like like, Who this else has be, this yeah. like, and so I eventually like I went up to him I was like Milton man. And, he, and then you know what from then I, I went back there, to yeah. his shop and mm-hmm. you know that, that's history like he's like a friend of mine you know yeah it's I think it's such a cool bond you know yeah. and it's mm. like most of my community in Petaluma has come from sitting in my chair or like friends of friends or whatever Mm -hmm. that is. And so it's like you end up building this incredible community. And there's been times where like, you know, some like I tell people all the time, like, A, if you're looking for, if you need to fill a room or like you're looking for renters or you're looking for somebody to do this or that Mm -hmm. or the other, or you're looking for a job, like tell me what you need because I, yeah, I'll actually know somebody who does that. Like what a coincidence. Somebody needs a haircut in that profession that you want or that person. (laughs) Yeah. I I know somebody there. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's like that part is really cool too. Just like connecting people. Like I love creating a community that too is part of something that, that my mom really taught me also is mm-hmm. just like how important community is. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Chris and I come from a massive family mm-hmm. and I don't think that like, it wasn't ever anything. I, th- I never thought I came from a big family. Yeah. Like, cause it's just like, it's me, my it's in our little nuclear, 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 nucleus, nucleus. I gotcha. Um, there's four of us. And so growing up, it was just, you know, me, my mom, my brother, and my dad. Mm-hmm. But then you have this family of, cousins where there's like you know 30 something Mm -hmm. of us cousins that's a Mm -hmm. big family for sure but the thing is is it's like the now that we're all older like we're so much more connected and that level of community is so important Mm -hmm. and like i was thinking about it today like when chris asked me to come down like 
I like first off I'm honored and second of all like that our family is just so tight like that mm -hmm. and how many entrepreneurs there are in our own families sure. huge yeah. like it's amazing like what you know like you're do you guys are doing with this mm -hmm. and like what you do with, with um lighthead threads yeah. and then mm -hmm. like you know and then our cousin jess is like flying all over the yeah. world doing mm -hmm. you know like sales manager extraordinaire and yeah. Yeah. yeah and then you have gina who's like running a salon too like there's a, you know even just out of our family there's four yeah. of us that are in the in the beauty industry mm -hmm. like it's and that's awesome to me and all of us and all of us are girls and boss ass mm -hmm. bitches too, yeah so. well yeah i mean it, it definitely starts there like you you just know everything's anything's possible when you see it firsthand you know yeah. on different levels yeah and especially like yeah having the the school match the family aspect you know and then like the company you're in obviously there's a reason why you gravitated towards that because mm -hmm. obviously you're getting that feel from that you know yeah. so yeah it just makes sense and i'm sure the customers uh or your clients like feel that you know it, it's it's different like even if it's the best person in the world that if you just come off like you know better than everybody like i'm not even i'm not feeling that you right, know like right. and it, yeah it just makes i just you have to have that and some people are into that they're like oh this guy or this this chick she knows exactly what she's talking about that's that's my style but it's not for everybody you yeah. know so some people just want to sit in the yeah. chair and not talk yeah. and just yeah. like be taken care of just exactly like know you what said you want and just yep. sit there and yeah. And there's some people, that, and that's totally fine too. Yeah, you for know, sure. Like whatever your groove is, exactly. And, and it's like I, I literally have the best job in the world. Yeah. Like, of course, there's days where it's hard. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Or I'm tired, or mm -hmm. I just got off a flight, or whatever. But there's never a day that I'm like, man, my job sucks. Yeah. Like never once in my life have that's I awesome. been like, yeah, that's a beautiful my thing. job sucks. Mm -hmm. You know, on any level. And and I've worked, you know, in a few different salons, and there's been hard times and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But it's I have the best job in the world and it's uh, led me to creating the life that I set out for myself and I'm I'm living my dream like mm -hmm. yeah, well, it's awesome. what more can you ask for really mm -hmm. yeah exactly I mean you know obviously like you kind of thought it out like you said you're weighing the options of like um, how much school would cost or like the different yeah. opportunities you have but was it like instantly you're in the school you knew or like what was that moment that it clicked that like this is my career and like this is my art my my, my way of like presenting my creativity out to the world you know you know i don't know that it was ever like a one yeah minute. Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's just been a like an accumulation of mm -hmm. moments um i there's been so many times where just like inspirations hit or just like moments like that, that pillar moment, like going with my girlfriend, Jay Lee to this hair show in Boston mm. or like, um, she's going to hate me for saying this, but one of my best friends, Christine, um, who's, I love her. She's family. She's everything. And, but I remember being an assistant and she had just graduated onto the floor and as a, a junior hairdresser at our salon. And, um, I was trying to connect with her and here I am the bubbly Californian that was like, Oh man, like I, you know, like I thought I was so good in beauty school and I get here and I feel like I know nothing. And here she is East coast, Boston and goes, well, you don't know anything. Yep. <laughs> and I, I remember leaving that day and just like bawling my eyes mm. out and and then I turned around and I was like, no, but she's right. Like yeah. I've, I've so yeah, much green. more to learn, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. And so, and I learned so much from her. I still learn from her. Mm -hmm. She's incredible, you know, and, and yeah. vice she versa. She wasn't insulting you. No, yeah, exactly. no. Just I mean, she did you say know, it in a like, bitchy tone. Like, yeah. You know? <laughs> but that's just Christine. So, but you know, like you, I, Christine. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many 
amazing, amazing colleagues and hairdresser buddies that like, that's where I stay inspired every day. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's about falling, like for me, at least like being an entrepreneur and being an artist and all that stuff, it's falling in love with your career all the time. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't, I can't remember a defining moment, but defining Mm -hmm. moments. Gotcha. I would say, um, and just, you know, like learning that there was so much more out there than just being in a salon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, you was, know, like, that was something that we were actually talking about before this, like, you know, in other artistic mediums, like if you're a recording artist, you mm-hmm. know, your, your goal is to like maybe make a hit song or a hit yeah. record. Mm-hmm. Get on the radio, record, get on the radio yeah. or yeah. Or like, or if you're an artist, like getting a gallery showing or selling your work, but like what what does a like somebody who gets into hair what what is there to strive for is it salon ownership is well, it well i think like that everybody different like mm-hmm. there's so much like some people just want to go to work do their job come home mm-hmm. right yeah. so like being like at a, a supercut being job. at whatever yeah. you know cuz that's the those things like supercuts and all that stuff like in 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 chain salons like there's nothing wrong with them mm-hmm. it's just yeah, is what it is right and so you cuz you get benefits yeah. You get t- paid time off, mm-hmm. you get maternity leave, you get all that kind of stuff. When you're like me and you're renting a chair, the thing about that is, is like, it's all on me. Yeah, like awesome. I'm an independent sure, contractor, yeah. right? Yep. So like healthcare, that's all on me. Like mm-hmm. making sure that, you know, like my taxes, like all that kind of stuff, that's on me. Mm-hmm. Like, and the salon provides a lot, but, but I'm still running my own business and mm-hmm. you know like if you're a if you want to be a salon owner like i don't know if that's something that i ever want to do i'm always mm-hmm. keeping my options yeah. open yeah. but at, as of right now it's not and so it's a, lot of um, responsibility. It's a ton yeah. of responsibility and it's you know creating a space for a ton of other artists who have all their personalities yeah. right yeah so you that's gotta sure. be responsible Ooh, for that yeah. in some regard it's hard so there's that or maybe it's working for you know tv and movies like yeah. think about it like every single thing you look at Mm-hmm. has a hairdresser yeah, behind it sure. if there's a person yeah. there yeah they didn't wake up yeah, right yeah. That, exactly. Any they didn't production. do their own hair yeah <laughs> right, exactly right. unless it's like you and then there's yeah then you know <laughs> exactly i got some extra free time yeah exactly so just trying to save money where i can you know <laughs> but it's you know there's so many different levels and for me I always keep my options 100% open. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have... I've never been the person that's been like, okay, by the time I'm 25, I yeah. want to do yeah, X, da da For sure. Like, yeah. when I went through my divorce, like, that was really hard. But I looked at my life and looked at, again, how I wanted it to be. And I made a dream board, like a vision mm-hmm. board, and set it for five years. And I hit all my almost all of my five-year goals in a year. Nice. nice yeah because it just like open i had this vision but it was loose too it's yeah. never been like i need to do x by x mm-hmm. date yeah. it's always been like this is what i want to do and let me leave my doors open yeah. and so then when opportunity does come For sure i yeah. can look at it and even if it doesn't look yeah. exactly how it i thought it was the gonna door look that's yeah, straight exactly. ahead. it might yeah. be a door off to the exactly. left or something like that mm-hmm. and it, you never knew existed exactly you, you look in there and you're like whoa like yeah. i didn't know that this was something exactly. and then like, you step through it I didn't know there were edu- like hair care educators. Yeah, exactly. That wasn't something that yeah. I was aware of. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about there's people that do hair for TV and movies. Yeah. Like that didn't cross my mind at first. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, every piece you look at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I did a few years back, I did a really cool um, advertising campaign for Coppola Winery. Mm-hmm. And it's like things like that. Yeah. And they're such a creative brand. That's funny. Yeah. I love that place. <laughs> they're, you know, like, and so you can collaborate with different brands that you love by even just putting that out there. You know what I mean? Because all of that, like mm-hmm. every single piece has hair. Yeah. 
is it like is it more like when you get um like new possible clients uh is it something that comes more from like the resume that they can see you from or like do you get a lot of people like man i just i saw one of your people and i just love what they were you know and they just came to you for with that like is there more yeah yeah most of it's word of mouth okay that's awesome yeah i would say um i mean instagram i do get that uh our website we do a billboard in town so Mm -hmm. we just did that um but I would say our industry is still fairly word of mouth driven, gotcha. even if it is Instagram, right? Yeah, for so sure. So like somebody might see something and send it to someone else yeah, or tag exactly. their friends in it. Yep. So to that to me is still word of yeah, mouth yeah. in a way. Yeah. Um, and even just like, so our town is, is fairly family oriented. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of moms. So once you get in with like, the mongoose exactly you know what then, I mean? boom, and they're yeah, like they have their little message boards mm-hmm. or next door if somebody moves or something like that so um i would say that yeah majority ends up being word of mouth still <laughs> yes you've been at it yeah oh I even know you guys are good at this we're trying I like it. Yeah, it's a little a little rocky for the first yeah. first few, but it it didn't take long to find a rhythm. But know? some I think yeah. like for today for sure we're like we have legitimate like questions, blind yeah. questions. So it's like great, you know. I don't have <laughs> well, any like yeah, I have no kind of yeah, pretense to any of that. Yeah, wouldn't be clients of yours for yeah. instance, you know. Mm-hmm. But so that's why we have so many questions because it's not something that either of us have experience. Like I've got my hair cut in the salon maybe mm-hmm. a handful of times right. at most. Yeah. Like I just prefer the barber shop. It's yeah. cheaper, and I don't need you know fancy care for my hair. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. like it cut fresh. I, li- I like a fresh yeah. cut, but I, I I can find that without yeah. having to spend too much. Mm-hmm. Well, even with dudes, like actually men's grooming. Yeah, it's becoming I, a big. It has spiked a lot. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, yeah. it's got to it be big. It surpassed like I think in searches it surpassed women's. Wow in the last couple of years it makes like, sense it's what, what kind of search yeah. like, like i think just like google searches like men's mm-hmm. men's grooming wow, or just, like images right, or stuff like that or, I, or like different like techniques i think, I think for like, like styles yeah, even like, yeah, yeah exactly. for styles yeah. because there's so much more Instagram, for guys now yeah, and i think i know is a culprit yeah. and it's like i'll tell you men that sit down on my chair are way more self-conscious <laughs> mm. and way more picky yeah. than any woman that sits down. And it's crazy, yeah, because, and I'm, well, I don't, I don't know, but for me, even if that was, my, I would be like, I want it to look like it's not styled though, you know? Like, right. I wanted to be right. look like you, you didn't tell I went to the salon because I don't want to be looked at, you know, um, and, and from that level, you know, so. I yeah. know men that spend more time on their hair than women wow. do. Yeah, I could see that for sure. You know, yeah. and it's like, I love that though. I yeah. think that's dope. Yeah. Like, you I, should be, yeah, amazing. exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and I'm, also I'm, then you guys can feel some of our pain and mm-hmm. I want to take yeah. morning. <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, yeah it's true. I'm, I'm happy to have a pretty simplistic hairstyle yeah. that I can just throw a little pomade in there and just, yeah. just get it going. Well, and it's too, like, I mean, style, you know, in clothing, it's already been cyclical if you're even talking about the 14 years you've been doing what you're doing. So like when someone comes with a... Uh, a haircut that you know was around before like do you try to just give them the exact thing or like some kind of monitor like do you try to oh, put no, your I twist on that yeah it. you know for like, sure, and what's sure. like the what's like the <laughs> the game plan so you know like because like you said like they're like they have that image like well i know you say you want this but yeah like that's not gonna work with which you know i literally use this the term like let's take that and modernize it a little yeah. bit yeah 
Mm-hmm. You know, and so like each thing is different. How I would monetize for sure, it, for like, sure. Maybe it's taking the mullet off of the back of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or like like piecing it out a little bit more, mm-hmm. or just the the way that you would style it differently. But yeah. absolutely modernizing things yeah. for sure. I mean, it's incredible. Like our grandma, even at like almost 98 years old mm-hmm. was concerned about her hair yeah. like uh, she would ask me <laughs> yeah. to come over and cut it and then you know and then she'd she'd go in the bathroom and she'd look at it <laughs> and then like make sure it was even and the length that she wanted and she'd come out you know and she'd tell me all the time god get i am getting bald-headed right here <laughs> and i'm like you're you're in your 90s yeah. like of course it is yeah yeah. you know like no and, no excuse i need oh it God. yeah i need it she'd ask me still to permit and i was like no grandma like if you're worried about your hair falling out we're not perming yeah. it more like what the right. heck, you know? chemicals and heat right to yeah. and so but she was so funny you know like and and so it's like something that that never i don't think that ever goes away yeah, no. yeah. you know like that's your image I, mean, I think it's crazy when i do see like someone who's had the same haircut for like 30 years like oh my god that's so why i mean it's a little different yeah. for me i don't I have one choice, but yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, I was like, I have people that I know, like, wow, like, I know it's you, like, you're yeah. gonna come, you know, there's, yep. I've never had a curveball from you, yeah, so it was not bad, but it's just, my hair up a little once mm-hmm. in a while. Like, yeah. I mean, I've buzzed my head, like, from time mm-hmm. to time, and I actually enjoy it, it's yeah. like, I don't have to do anything to it, mm-hmm. I can pull it off, like, luckily, I don't have, I have a pretty uniformly a good shaped solid head. looking head yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no weird flat spots or anything yeah. i do have cowlicks too which kind of makes it a problem when i do have hair, yeah, yeah i have to know how to control them and that's another thing that's cool about having that relationship with a barber like he mm-hmm. knows my head he yep. knows yep. how to how my hair is going to fall and like what direction to cut it you know absolutely mm-hmm. that's all and you know like as that's one thing is like if you do want to change something up and somebody knows you so well Mm -hmm. then they can make a suggestion that is going to fit into Mm -hmm. your lifestyle you know and and into your and into your hair and you know with all with cowlicks and stuff like that like man sometimes that's like the hardest part i feel like is telling somebody that they they can't have something you have to modify it because their hair is a certain mm, yeah. way it's like that breaks my heart because like i want to give that to yeah, you yeah for but, sure but it's just know. yeah it just doesn't work the math doesn't add up yeah yep. uh is there one specific uh time period or like a uh, hairstyle that you have that you don't like talking about or like that one that stands out <laughs> to you you know like i've been pretty much like buzz head almost my whole you know since like middle school so only one time I grew my hair out, and uh, yeah, that was about it. But yeah, it was about to, yeah, it was like seriously, and then like I swear it stopped growing very well after that all, one. Man. Yeah, some people is just in their in their path to just yeah. no hair. Exactly. Yeah, Aww. I was like, yeah, I, okay. I didn't mind. I was like, yeah, it's fine. That's easier for me. But yeah, there's got to be that. I one. mean, I've had jacked up haircuts yeah, before yeah. for sure. <laughs> I don't ever regret anything because yeah. I feel like it's all part of. Like where me you were, yeah, where you were at that time. Yeah, but I will for sure. say like so. Okay, so the first time, so my mom was like you can't bleach your hair until you're in eighth grade okay <laughs> like i don't know why that was a marker yeah. eighth grade right? and you're like, like obsessed what? with it now like i can't wait till my eighth grader probably oh, you know? yeah. Like, yeah oh for sure and she was like and you can only bleach it once and i was like okay <laughs> so me and my girlfriend megan went down to my godmom's house who lived five houses down the street and she helped us bleach our hair because her she used to bleach her son's hair mm. so megan is like has a lot lighter hair than I do. Mm. And so even though she is still, she's Italian and like part Filipino and part something else, but still she had lighter hair. And then me with the curse of my mom being Irish and Scottish and so redheaded. And then like I have, and then my dad having black hair. So I bleach it once and it turns this like flaming orange color. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm I just bleached my hair oh, a little like, in middle school as well. Right? And it turns like flaming yeah, orange. It doesn't really get all the way blonde. Yeah. No. So Megan's hair turned out beautifully blonde, right? <laughs> but I wanted this like, okay, so I was obsessed with Blink-182 also. Mm-hmm. And Tom DeLonge had short blue hair and mm-hmm. I really wanted that. So my hair was only an inch long at the time and it was like mm-hmm. spiky. But I wanted it to be blue and i got this light blue color now anybody that understands a color wheel if you stick orange (laughs) and blue and mix them together Mm. you get some nasty ass (laughs) shade of like greenish Mm. brown right it sounds like a mixture for brown yeah oh (laughs) dude so because my mom's like well you can only bleach it once i'm not bleaching you're not allowed to bleach your hair twice which my hair was an inch long like it really would not have mattered but okay so i threw blue on top of it it looked horrific. <laughs> it was like this like weird green, like seaweed green. Like, awful. So I go back to Sally's because that's where I got it. And I was just like, oh my God. And I'm like, I wanted it to be blue. And it's like this. And I remember this guy being in the aisle and going, ooh, honey. He was like, what did... What did you do? And I was like, well, I bleached it and I wanted it blue. And he's like, girl, what, what happens when you mix orange and you mix blue together? And I was like, Oh, you get like a this. Green. Yeah, like he was this? like exactly, girlfriend. Like you need to do. Here's what you need to do. And so oh, like we had man. to like, rebleach it and then throw blue <laughs> on top and everything. But I don't regret that because it was like a, a like that's an as a hairdresser now. Oh, that's for an awesome sure. Story. Yeah, that's a, and that's like a, a war punk story rock for kid, sure. Like whatever, you mm-hmm. know. Like I did. Like oh, I've had some mm-hmm. gnarly. Like I was that Asian with blonde hair for a minute. That was not <laughs> cute. Um, I burnt. I chemically cut off my hair in beauty school by burning wow. like bleaching off a piece because i wanted it white <laughs> and it's not done it work it just wouldn't take oh <laughs> man i mean these are the days like i'm out yeah. oh it just like melted oh, off anymore so cr- like, yeah it just came off in clumps and my girlfriend was crying and i was laughing and yeah. she was like i feel bad i did it to your hair and i was like i told you to girl like, yeah exactly you know I think one of my biggest hair faux pas of my lifetime was in middle school as well. I used to just overload it with the hair gel and the hair would get like crispy. (laughs) Yeah, you did. That's funny. And like, I put so much hair gel that it would like go on my scalp like glue. Like, Mm. you know how like if you put glue on your skin and then you peel it off, it was like that on my scalp. Wow, it was bad. Mm -hmm. I remember when you were really little and it just like was slick up in the front. Mm. That like gel, like. Yeah, I didn't really get into the longer hair till uh, later in my uh, in my days, but yeah. you know, I'm glad that I that I, I grew it out. Mm-hmm. I like it. It looks good now. Well, thank you. <laughs> that's that's Shout high out praise to right there, my boy Milton. <laughs> Is he still rocking the Mongolian? Still, still doing still, it. Like, that's awesome. I, I feel like he. Had, it's like I feel a like it's a lifetime yeah, thing yeah. now. Like he's he's in his like probably mid forties now. Mm-hmm. Like just doing like, it. Like I don't think you can abandon that now. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's how I even feel like if I ever had kids, like I don't even want like I want them to decide to cut their hair. You know, like obviously style and stuff like that. But like yeah. make it be like yeah, like oh man, I don't my make all these decisions. favorite is when little kids cut their hair. Yeah, like, that is my favorite. And yeah. like especially if they do it like right before family photos. Mm-hmm. I'm like yes, yeah, like exactly. it's like such like, a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, of course, parents aren't happy, but. Like, yeah, exactly. I think it's the funniest thing in the whole yeah, world. Yeah, you know sure. when like little kids come in and they got these teeny tiny bangs up to here, mm-hmm. and you're just like, "Oh, dude, you cut your own hair!" Like, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, that's gotta be awesome. You gotta fix the 
the mistakes. Oh, my the- God. I think they're so funny. I'm like, yes. Yeah, but like you said, yeah, create. Like, just don't, yeah, just don't shut it off. Like, yeah, yeah you're wrong sometimes, but you tried it, you know? Right? I've been my own barber before. Mm-hmm. And when I have my, uh, when I buzz my head, I actually learned how to fade my own mm. head. Like, really? Yeah. Like nice. I, uh, what? I used, I had a, my iPad at the time and my the iPhone, there's like a, like an app where you can access like mirror it. Like, yeah, you mm. can like mirror it, and I would like put my phone That's behind crazy. my head so yeah. I could see the back of Whoa. my head. That's while, pretty like, sick. In yeah. front of me, and yeah. I, got, I got pretty good at it. Actually. That's awesome. I would just do like I think I would do like a one, two, a three or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm. So not that big of a transition, you know. No, but so still like that. But yeah, I, I got pretty good at it. But yeah, that, that's uh, the extent of my barbering skills. My God, Uncle Joe tried to get me to use a Floby on uh, our cousin's head one time. I was like, well, yeah, "That's yeah. all you." Yeah, like, for you guys out there who don't yeah. know what a Floby is, that's uh, it's kind of an ancient device now. It's like a <laughs> clipper that has a vacuum attached yeah. to it, so there's yeah. you can cut your own hair with with no mess. Yeah, no, look no up the inter- infomercial; they're amazing. Oh my so. God, so good. Yeah, they is- still use that. Yeah. What? You yeah. can still buy those? That's crazy. Well, no, my Uncle Joe like, oh, used still has the, on my the cousin. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> Damn. Is there any like crazy hair products out there like that right now? That you, Something like a Floby? Yeah. Like what kind of what's hair? The new, like, yeah, what's the new tech right now? Oh, man. Yeah. There's some of these things like they work pretty well, but they scare the heck out of me where mm. it's like the curling irons. So it like sucks your hair oh, in. Oh, I've seen those. They like spiral. Yeah. yeah I'm like, oh my God. That looks risky. I mean, yeah. they work like I've seen, like I've seen them work, but it's like, they're, it's like scary. Like it's yeah, jolting. That's it's just crazy. Like, and like goes up the hair. Um, oh, you know, one thing that I actually, now, now I can mention this on the podcast cause I didn't mention it before. I bought my girlfriend the, the new, uh, Dyson hair dryer. Dude, those mm. are awesome. Mm. Awesome. Yeah, things pretty. I've never. I haven't seen it in action yet. I bought it. and I didn't even yeah. get to see it in action. But uh, and wait, and nor have I watched the video on that one. I don't even yeah. know how I didn't mm. take it upon myself to, to see little, it. Right? Right? Little research. But, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, all right, this is a very expensive hair dryer. It's, it's oh my, they're so expensive. Yeah. But there's like they're super quiet. A couple of the girls yeah, have in the salon. I heard about the the, the quietness. Yeah. And, uh, you know that dude Dyson. That that fool's crazy. He's he's super innovative. He I don't know. he's on, he's on another level. He he owns like everything. Of really? Dyson. Yeah, he is like. Oh, I don't even... Yeah, he owns all the technology. Like, oh, he's like, okay, oh, that's I got smart. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the like IP and yeah, stuff the vacuums, like that. Yeah. The fans, <clears throat> the fans and stuff. That's like that is one thing. Like tools in our industry. Like I try to get things that are so like ergonomically correct because like mm. I like I'm yeah, young comfort, you know what I mean sure. but and like I expect to be doing this oh, for a man. long time yeah. and so it's like blow dryers are not like one thing like the lighter the better yeah, at least for me like, and, like yeah and quiet too because like okay so first off I already go to a bunch of like metal and punk yeah. shows and so I'm already like oh my god my hearing and then yeah, you, have you need a little dryer, relief right? somewhere where you can get and then yeah. every day having a blow dryer next to your ear too like they're yeah. not yeah. quiet the blow dryer yeah. in the chair next to yeah. you yeah, just all yeah, all the hustle and bustle of the show. Yeah, yeah. everyone Flippers. and then yeah, everyone's talking on top. We yeah. joked around about like just wearing a earplug mm. in one ear, like whatever the dryer side. is closer oh, to you. You know, like because yeah, after a while, that's like you know a lot. Yeah. So 
yeah, no, having things that are ergonomically correct are like important and, you know, way you hold your scissors, like all that kind of stuff. I'm the, I'm the one in the salon that goes around telling people to raise their chair up because I see them squatting all funny and like oh. punching over and stuff. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like you're going to wreck yeah, yourself. Think about that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah think about that. For sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, those things are, those are cool. I mean, but, and like, that's another thing is like, people don't understand sometimes like how much money we invest oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. into Actually our tools. I saw a Facebook post of a friend of mine who does hair. Like she just had like, had her little spread and like little price tags and next yeah. thing. That's what she was talking about, like $700 oh, shears sure. and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, homie, like, like yeah, that? at that's the crazy. minimum. Yeah. Like, like, I, that's I've crazy. Yeah. Clippers and stuff, but yeah, the, little, the shears, I, I had no mm-hmm. idea. I yeah. No oh, idea. yeah. Yep. Why like can why is that? So it depends on the company, but it's like um, for me, there's a I, I use Mitsutani shears, um, and they're from Japan. Mm, yeah. So it's all folded steel. Um, Tori yeah. Hanzo fucking well, scissors. Yeah, there's yeah, actually a, sure. a, like, a Hanzo comp- oh, shear company. Sick. Yeah. So and they're amazing too. And <laughs> and it's so it's that it's how they're designed. They're all hand done. Mm. Like we were having to ship them to japan to get them sharpened before now we wow. have somebody in the bay area That's... who went to japan and learned, learned oh. and then came back um i mean they're like little swords right yeah, like these sure. things are amazing yeah, and like sure. each one does something a little bit different yeah um, different, like, angles yeah you can't be yeah. sharpened the yeah. same way yeah to get the same oh well, man and, like and being a dry cutter like my shears are different mm. than what a wet cutter would be mm. right and so and then i've got some that are super tiny for different detail work and then i've got ones that are longer that i use you know if i'm cutting yeah, guys hair so sure. it's all like super different and yeah like at the minimum for a good pair of shears you're looking at like 700 i mean there's stuff out there that are less expensive but obviously like once you see the difference you're like okay there's a reason why like Like, when i the first ones i got out of beauty school were like 200 bucks yeah right and that was expensive yeah no i I I already think like like, yeah i would never even think that was but yeah yeah. what was it like when you made that jump to an expensive pair like oh man like so that's the thing is is unstoppable yeah you know you're just like well first off you slice the hell out of yourself for like oh yeah because you're way sharper like, than you ever well and every single time you sharpen your shears mm. like oh i've got some gnarly scars on here yeah. like you just you yeah just it's like all the stuff yourself. they don't think about yeah that you go well, because through, you're yeah. like they've been dull for a little bit so yeah. you, like you hit your finger mm. whatever but then as soon as you get them sucker sharpen, oh, it's man. Like, like you just touch something mm. and you're like Ooh. yeah you know so yeah no those like um it like god what else has been made a big jump like my blow dryers like you know you just think like yeah. whatever like anything yeah. like when you're first out of at a beauty school well okay pre-internet or like not pre-internet <laughs> but pre-instagram i yeah. guess and when the internet was still like tiny yeah. had yeah, dial-up, it's toddler right? phase yeah so like there wasn't the e-commerce that there is oh, now yeah. you know what i mean so like it so wasn't much the same for sure i can so, only imagine it now it's like you read 10 million reviews you yeah. look at stuff you can try things out whatever whatever <laughs> yeah. you know and like with amazon like shit i don't like it i'm gonna return it yeah, you know these chinese brands that are yeah. Oh, yeah. like near quality for yeah. like yeah. less cost you know yeah, some you're, of those yeah exactly me. you're willing yeah you're willing yeah. to try on some things yeah because yeah. you're like i'll ship it back but yeah well, yeah, yeah. it also depends on like what the function yeah. of the tool is yeah yeah like if you can accomplish the same job with something that's slightly less in price it might might be worth it but absolutely mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's not always the products that are like expensive that are the no. ones that are built to last. You know, nope. sometimes you can just slap a name on it and might make it. You know. Oh, wholeheartedly. Like there's plenty of gimmicky stuff that comes yeah. out all the time. And it's like it's just sifting through that and mm. like, you know, and finding your tried and trues. And like usually I mean, with anything like you find a brand 
right? And yeah. then usually you're like, cool, I know that that's quality yeah. and I'm going to yeah. get behind that. Mm-hmm. Now sometimes they might come out with some gimmicky shit. But like, yeah. you know, for the most part, you're like, okay, cool. I know that I like this company and this is what's going to mm-hmm. be good. So just like my shears, like for the most part, I don't waver anymore. Yeah. Like I wait for that person to come into the salon. Mm. Hey, what do you have that's new? Or I'm looking for this type of shear. And a lot of times you can like the shear company that I work with, like they customize stuff. Wow. Yeah. So like our salon owner, she cuts with a right-handed blade but a left-handed handle because she's left-handed like but shit. learned on <laughs> right-handed shears yeah so she's still so she's used to a right-handed blade which would for most lefties would hmm. be backwards because it's like yeah. where you know like yeah. one's gonna go on top and one's gonna go on bottom right but for her she's used to that and so she gets her shears done that way especially done like that and then that's you're looking crazy. at like 1200 like or more <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. well, that's, and that's how i feel because i am left-handed and even start using scissors with my right hand because in school they were all you know because yeah. Yeah, i just see everybody do it exactly are not very common exactly yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah like that makes super sense for mm-hmm. the whole class yes. yeah <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, that's makes you, I'm saying, yeah, I'm sure it was a game changer for her when she's like, oh my God, this is what I've been looking for, you know? Yeah, yeah. So there's like a lot, you know, there's just so much more out mm-hmm. there and so many things that are more accessible. Yeah. And it's cool because like you get to see these indie companies that have a shot mm-hmm. now that wouldn't have had a shot, yeah. you know, even 10 years ago. Sure. So it's, and, the, and can make a real name for themselves, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, definitely. I love that kind of stuff. Is there anything like, um, I mean, I guess if you don't want to throw anybody under the butt, but like, is there something you're just tired of doing that people ask you for? You know what I mean? Like maybe currently or like uh, trends in the past that you're just like, I'm sick of it. Like, oh, that you wish would die? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, you know, I don't really have mm-hmm. any of those because I got like most of my clients like shifting things around and doing yeah. stuff more. Like they realize um, if they're going to you, that's what that's their yeah, experience they're getting. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I mean, I'm glad that feather trend died. That was <laughs> ridiculous. I got sick. Okay, do you not guys know what that is? Like the yeah, we can explain for you. Yeah, okay, so like those little fe- it was like these little string like hen feathers that were like these like basically look like a string and then you'd stick it on a bead mm. in your hair. So then it'd be this little piece of feather that would be coming down. Okay. Okay. So I got sick. Is that like some <laughs> festival stuff or just normal? Kind of, it's like you can kind like, of pre that, huh? Little or? kids liked it. So mm. I ended up with a million little kids uh. in my chair that year. I got <laughs> I got so sick like three times that year from just like being like, because normally I don't have kids mm. in my chair. And I had and that's, a ugh. ton of kids in my mm. chair then. Oh my God, I'm glad that trend yeah, died. You can't take them to Supercuts and get that feather job. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, and then you're like changing someone's whole life if you're getting sick and you can't go to your oh appointments. Yeah, my it's like God. I'm the biggest like Asian germaphobe ever. <laughs> like I'm one step away from being Man, that person that and wears you're touching a mask. All, oh. No, and it's so weird because I yeah. can touch people and I'm totally yeah. fine. Yeah. But when I'm traveling, mm. whoa, am I the biggest germaphobe? Like I wipe down everything with a Lysol mm. wipe. Like I hand sanitize stuff. Like I take vitamins three days before mm-hmm. traveling. So I'm like I cannot get sick yep. on this flight. For and sure. those flights are disgusting. Oh, I just oh, bought yeah. a seat cover for my flights nice yeah we've been at this for for a while um is there anything what, what have you got coming up and uh for in the hair game or or the non-hair game yeah. i know i'm like what I, what do i have coming up um not a ton as of right now i just we're you know um i'm actually home for a little bit which is nice i'm not traveling right now um but I, you know, just working on stuff behind behind the chair, 
um, redoing my social media stuff. And um, so I'm, I'm looking to brand better this coming year and things. And then yeah. just traveling. Um, Wayne's playing a show in San Diego next month. And um, he's actually going to be at Travis Barker's Musink. Oh, nice. nice. That should be really yeah. cool. I so actually just listened to Travis Barker on Joe Rogan's podcast the other mm. day. Right. Yeah, it was a really interesting tale. Yeah. I'm excited. I love doing, like, I love doing all that stuff. Because that's a part, too, that, like, it gets me out of my head a little bit. Because yeah. I mm. tend to, like, throw myself into work. Mm. And, like, that's sure. it. And, like, I bring it home and everything yeah. else. I'm constantly working on different stuff. Because it's, like, yeah, it's for photo shoots or it's other things. to step away oh, and man. refresh yeah. your mind. Yeah. Because, exactly. you know, you never know what fresh perspective is going to bring to your yeah. craft. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, basically, yeah. music Music's the one thing that does that for me. So, I'm really excited nice. to go see some shows. That's, That's good. Well, yeah, yeah, get some new inspiration yeah. hopefully out there yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm hoping to see some shitty punk rock. Band <laughs> Hell yeah, <in> Costa <laughs> exactly. Mesa. Well, and we'll <laughs> see you when you uh, when you guys come back up this yeah. way in, into the Bay Area. And what was that like a, a few weeks now or I think something like, like three that? Weeks. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's ex- exciting stuff. Thank you so much for joining us this Thank evening. Thank you. Yeah. This was fun. It was, it was really great to learn about all this hair stuff that I, I've never asked you about, like on family time. Mm-hmm. You know? Right? Yeah. And now I get to ask you about the girlfriend that you just mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, we'll, we'll, we'll save that one for off. <laughs> Well, awesome. folks, thank you for tuning in with us again. Always a pleasure bringing to you some knowledge that, uh, you know, for your enjoyment and for our enjoyment first. For sure, yeah. I learned a lot, 100%. Yeah. All right. We will catch you on the next episode of the Quality Goods Podcast. We out. <laughs>